astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Did you survive? Did you survive the holiday? (laughs) Yep. Welcome to the last Mom and Me Astrology Podcast of 2022. That's amazing. I know, right? I was thinking, do I need to create like season four as we go into next year? Just one more thing to think about, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll get to that. Mm -hmm. And Uh, by the way, hey, let's, let's pat ourselves on the back. I don't know if you could say it better than I do, but we had got a pretty high rating, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Recently from, um, if you know, they, they put the podcast in different categories, right? By subject matter. Right. And we are in this spirituality. Is that what we're in? Mm-hmm. Spirituality sector. And we scored really high. Yeah. I think it's in the top 5% of all podcasts. And now I'm embarrassed because I had figured out the math of how many hours of content we had made. Now it, it's not coming to my mind. Right. It definitely said how many minutes of content. And it was just pretty wild to think that we recorded that much. We had that much to say. <laughs> we had a lot to say in 2022. I, you know what? And if you have feedback on this, you know, we have noticed, right? That our podcast, some of them will go, you know, much longer than they used to. Yeah. I think when we started, they were like 20 minutes, weren't they? 20, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. sometimes they're 45 <laughs> Right, right. So, you know, if you have an opinion about it, let us know. Yeah. But, uh, sometimes we get into it and like, oh, I would get all done. I go, oh my God, that's really went long today. I just pulled it up. We created over 30 hours of podcast content in 2022. Wow. So, you know, that is a pretty interesting number, steep number. Yeah, Absolutely. So today's topic is going to be five ways to welcome 2023. And we just thought this would be a great closer just because I know a lot of people are starting to think like, what is next year going to bring? Yes. And because we're in Capricorn season, there is a seriousness that comes around this time of the year. Um, So it's a great time to correct our course or even get back on course. Right. And, you know, we, everyone kind of, well, not, not as much as we used to, but we always just get new calendars this time of year. Right. And I know this sounds really hokey and corny, but, uh, you know, it's a great time to just, you know, write in a couple of things already, you know, plan your year out, so to speak, or little checkpoints, um, you know, just, you know, or just reminders to do certain things. I get excited with the new calendar, you know, yeah, ahead. Too. well, I think it's the, art of possibility when there's nothing on it like what could these pages be filled with yeah oh absolutely absolutely well i was inspired this past week maybe you heard it as well in the news this uh daniel pink uh he wrote he put out a book and it's now out there called the power of regret mm-hmm. the power of regret and it was so inspirational 
Uh, he's a really great writer, talks really plain and simple. And um, he was talking, it was, he was on the morning talk show, I think CBS um, show. And anyhow, he had such the perfect suggestion for New Year's resolutions. Um, and he just said, he goes, think about something that you did in 2022 that you really enjoyed or that really benefited you and then do more of it. Mm. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. it. Do more of it in 2023. Yeah. So often this time of the year, this time of year, we're thinking of like, what are we going to do less in the next year? Like, oh, I'm going to eat less oh, or, yeah. I'm, yeah. you know, like everything is like restrictions or I'm going to work out more. I guess that's more, yeah. but it, yeah. it seems more restrictive. And that seems like, oh, have fun, do more. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you ran a marathon and you love doing it, well, put another marathon on your list, right? Yeah. Without even focusing on the that kind of dark negative side, so to speak, of things like I should, I should do this, I should do that, but start on the joy side. Right. Well, even when I would teach classes about the new year, I would always bring up that I would call it the R word, like mm-hmm. resolutions, because right. so, so um, many people have been turned off by that word. I would think in the last like five to 10 years where there is trying to like either just people are not doing them mm-hmm. or they are trying to put a little bit more of a positive spin on it. Oh, absolutely. You know, so to me, I came up very quickly. If I just looked at 2022 that way, like what did I do that really worked for me, that was fun, that was fulfilling? And I just thought, you know, we finally painted the interior of the house. We've been procrastinating. We finally did it. We chose great colors. And, you know, I've gotten so much feedback and joy out of that. I thought, oh, my gosh, what else? Of course, what are the home improvement? Let me tackle another one. Which well, which one shall I tackle, so to speak? So it's motivated me kind of to put that back on my list kind of in a different way. Yeah. Um, and uh, the other thing was no one noticed this because, because our podcast, we were very regular with our podcast, but I actually took uh, three weeks off in the month of October. And yes, that was part of the painting going on. It was a family trip for a wedding that we attended. Um, but it was just fantastic. You know, I, I really got a lot out of that. I really came back very recharged. Even when I was looking over the podcast notes prior, I don't think I realized it was three weeks off. I'm like, no, she didn't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so either, but it was. It yeah. absolutely was, yeah. And uh, so, you know, there's just simple things. It's I think I thought, well, this makes sense to me. What did you do before that delivered some warm fuzzies or maybe delivered financially to you? You know, mm-hmm. made new, a new friend by going out and joining a new group, you know, go for it again. Right. Yeah, I think mine are kind of similar. And one of the things I just actually started doing this month was because I still use a paper calendar, which I know. Oh, it's wow. silly, but I just prefer to see everything, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of in one glance, but yeah. I started like writing off on my calendar for days and just to, because, you know, I just like, oh, I'll take a client here. I'll take a client there. And I think I'm being kind to myself by, oh, not booking clients back to back. But then I realized like, oh, wow, it's been 16 days and I haven't just had like a full day off and they're mm-hmm. shortened days, which there's something nice about that as well. 
but I just thought, oh, I should go through my calendar right now while it's while it's empty, while it's empty, and just start putting some little off days in there um, throughout the year. And uh, I think the other one would be, you know, I used to travel a lot mm-hmm. um, when I was back in my corporate position, and then of course, becoming self-employed, I was a little bit more tight with my money, just not knowing like, okay, is this going to be successful or where is this going to go? And then COVID happened. So um, this year I got to the Virgin Islands. I got to Ireland, a lot more, uh, even day trips or weekend trips. So I hope to continue that as well. I realized that they're both islands. You went to two islands. Oh, I did. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't catch that theme there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And I introduced Mikey to business class. So he's sold on that now and understands the value of it. So hopefully there'll be more of that to come next year. Wow. Yeah. So that one maybe was a little bit easier if you just think of like, okay, what did you enjoy and do more of that? Mm -hmm. Um, The next one is to think about something that you regretted not doing in 2022 and then put that on your priority list for 2023. And this is where if you if you just even scan the summary of this book by Daniel Pink, the the idea of how many that everyone pretty much everyone's walking around with some level of regret. And and it, he kind of painted this vision of it's waiting on your shoulders. I should have I should have done that in my 20s. I should have done it in my 30s. My God, I should have done it in my 40s or 50s. You know, you the older you get. The, those higher those regrets can be or the heavier they can be. So this is one where, and don't let it, don't let it become the burden. Right. Seize it, seize it, you know, um, and jump on something, make amends, go back. You know, if you didn't do it right the first time, go back and, you know, make amends or try it again, those types of things. So um, that one, I think, is for me, it's just the same thing as staying in touch with people. I, I sometimes let that really slide. And that was kind of, you know, you think you're going to have one, you have one great conversation with somebody, think, oh, boy, well, we're going to start talking now monthly. or And then all of a sudden, a year passes by and, you know, you haven't called them again. So, yeah. And that could, that statement about what something you regret not doing, you know, that could be massive for some people, you know, some people, it is something like, oh, I wish I called, or I wish I wrote more thank you letters. You know, some of times that can be something manageable, but if it is something like going back to school or losing a significant amount of weight, you know, that can be daunting where now we're putting all this pressure on 2023 to, you know, make up for what we maybe haven't done for years. Well, that's true. That's, this is a, this is one step. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I mean, even what if the, your resolution, if you will, is to not beat yourself up about that thing in 2023. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't even have to be tackling it. Cause I understand, you know, that can be very overwhelming. Yeah. And I think too, um, you know, mom had already written the notes for the podcast outline today. And I had a client earlier this morning and we were talking about vision boards And she shared that the idea of a vision board is just too overwhelming for her Mm. to get out all those thoughts on paper. And so we talked about just doing like a simple 
um, goal for next year and then putting it in a frame and like honoring that one goal. And, you know, she said, oh my gosh, that is so much more manageable of like, okay, what's just the one priority versus, you know, when you start flipping through the magazines and then it's like, oh my gosh, your head's spinning. Like, what do I want my focus to be next year? You know what? And I'm, I'm glad she kind of made that honest statement because, you know, I've done vision boards. It's been a long time since I have, but, uh, I, I just, I was overwhelmed by them because I thought, and you know, everyone was doing pictures of jewelry and pictures of exotic travel and pictures of incredible looking homes. And I just thought like, oh my gosh, that seemed like, I don't know, one of those would have been fine. You know what I mean? One, one of those would have been, I would have been very impressed with, but all of them, it almost made me feel like, well, who would I be if that was me? You know, I mean, it just looks like you get lost and yeah. Uh, the material side of it sometimes. So anyhow, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Sure. One simple thing saying I make my bed every day. <laughs> yeah. You know, that would, it would, it would change people's lives. Sure. If they're not already. So besides putting just pressure on like kind of that final 48 hours of right, December 29th, <laughs> December 30th. Oh my God. Oh my God. If I get the yeah. house in order, do this, do that you can set aside just a little bit of time each day or even understand that, you know, I mean, I would think definitely through Capricorn season, Mm -hmm. which is going to take us to, you know, this about the third week in January is all an excellent time to be reframing or putting new structural kind of rules or protocols around how we want to move forward with our life. Um, You know, I've heard some people say like, well, okay, January 1st is, you know, January 2nd's passed, like, can't start now. And it's silly <laughs> because it, these are just silly rules that we put on ourselves or that we've created as a society that actually aren't true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know in the past we've joked about uh, Chinese New Year about saying like, okay, if you didn't stick to your resolution for January 1st, like here, here's a new date to kind of set for yourself right. for a new beginning. Right. So if we want to just cover some basics of some things that people can do maybe on a more physical plane. So maybe you're listening and saying, yeah, this is still overwhelming for me. (laughs) Yeah. I still don't know what I want for next year. Mm -hmm. Maybe we talk about some things that they can do in the home to jumpstart some energy flowing or the idea of kind of clearing out the old. Right. And, and one of the basic things is uh, a lot of focus is placed on the floors, floors in your home or in your business. They're foundational. They support what you, you they, the slab you live on, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Supports your life. It supports your relationship. It supports your kitchen that you, you know, nourish yourself in. So that's why we're saying look to your floors. This is a classic thing in feng shui consultations to look to see what is the foundation of the person's life looking like. So again, so we'll start there, Uh, clean the floors. I've said this before, I'll, I'll say it again as well. I've made the biggest changes in my life as far as where I live is when I get serious about the floors, when I get serious about maintaining them on a really regular basis. And yes, whatever that means, you know, uh, scrubbing if they need it, 
but you know, sweeping, staying on top of, uh, keep the floors clean or clear the path, right? Right. For some, it's just not being able to get from the mouth of the garage to the interior door of the house. There's no path. Well, make a path. You're saying actually in the garage? Yeah, in the garage. I'm sorry. Yeah, in the garage. Make a path. Some people can't walk through the garage because it's, you know, the landmine of boxes and stuff, right? Yeah. So it's that level of floors that you can easily walk your floors at nighttime without bumping into and tripping over things. Yeah. Or removing, you know, obviously having a carpet cleaned, right? Mm -hmm. Or to remove a rug that everyone's tripping over anyhow, or a rug that's covering up a stain, or rugs that need to be taken out and, you know, I don't want to say beat, but, you know, shake, shake them out. Right. Right. Yeah. Even just intentionally, like if you're thinking I mop every day or I sweep every day, even just the idea of intentionally sweeping the dust out, like open the doors and like sweep Mm -hmm. it out side of the home Mm -hmm. with the intention of like, you know, clearing the energy, making way for something new. Of course, we're giving that suggestion from here in Las Vegas, where it's still like 60s during the day, Uh, depending on how cold it is, you might not necessarily want your doors open. Right. But that can be just another visual of feeling like, okay, I'm just pushing the energy around. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So number one is just cleaning the floors. And I kind of stepped into number two, which is then, you know, what's sitting on the, the, the floor? What can be moved? Where are there, where is there congestion in the circulation of the home? Walking down a hallway, you know, what's, what's in, a, in the bedroom? How many extra things are sitting on the floor that are just there because you're not sure where else to go with them? I'm not, I'm not talking furniture, obviously. Right. But anyhow, shake out those rugs, clean the carpets, you know address foundational issues yeah uh, the third one would be to conduct some sort of clearing whether you used sage whether you use an essential oil something um you know i've even seen people just light a candle something yeah. where you are intentionally setting the intention of clearing the space yeah you can chant you could say prayers you can get the mala beads you can use a rosary you know, do something sacred with intention. And by the way, this doesn't have to be an hour long session. This can be something that you do just when you're there by yourself, maybe so there's no interruptions that you can spend 10 minutes walking through the floor plan with, as you said, sage or essential oils, or like I said, a rosary or mala beads, something that brings a sense of awe and respect to the house. Raise the vibration, right? Right. That's what the spiritual does. It raises the vibration. Yep. If one of your big goals is financial security for uh, 2023, uh, one of the things is to, this is, I think this is a tough one, but the, the idea of like paying all of your bills by the 31st or you know, setting an intention of, okay, I'm going to cut up that credit card, something that maybe lays the foundation for that in this year that you're not carrying into the next year. 
Oh, that ties in. I actually, you know, Kate, I think it's easier to do now than it used to be because in the day, you know, you had checks you were writing out. Now you're just entering them for payment for many of us that pay online, meaning you don't, doesn't have the check, doesn't have money, doesn't have to go out today. It can go out whatever day you're choosing. That could be in the first, after the first of the year. Yeah. But the idea that you're mindful that you're on it, it's scheduled to be paid, it's handled. Is oh, it, I, I'm sure it's easier to pay. I just meant like based on how much money people rack up during this time of year. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> okay. I get, well, I get that, but it, this isn't about paying off every single, you know, credit card debt you have, but it may be about making, you know, making sure that you're paying a little bit more or that you're at least going to pay timely. Again, sure. where everyone is at, some people yeah. are at square one and some people are sitting at square 10, right? on this right. issue. Absolutely. Um, and the last one would be to display oranges um, or tangerines um, to resemble energy. So the oranges are in obviously a circle <laughs> shape. Mm -hmm. right. So they resemble yellow orbs, which is the sun, um, which is where the energy comes from. And then of course the oranges for good health, um, and so it's just a way to bring energy into the home. Right. And the other thing is citrus cuts has a cutting effect. And um, so again, the idea of it's very good for the idea of let's, let's cut loose. Let's let go of. So it's, it kind of serves both ways. Right. Yeah. I always like, I mean, you know, this, I'm going to say something here. I'm going to repeat this little poem that I have. I've shared it over the years. It's such a great one though. And it's, it's very, uh, derives out of, uh, the Chinese culture, but it's, it's all about new year's resolutions as far as home repairs are related. And it goes like this leaky roof creates soggy dreams. So fix the roof if it needs to be done. Shiny pots reflect prosperity. So, you know, a new set of pots and pans is a great thing for the new year, right? Mm -hmm. Squeaky door encourages gossip. So get the little, what is it, WD-40 out? Yep. Drippy faucets waste money. Okay. These are, but one that I love is this one, roaches signal hidden enemies. Mm. And I, not, none of us want to say that we have a roach in, in, in the coach, <laughs> a roach in the house, any place, but they do show up from time to time. Right. And get on them, so to speak. And the last one is clean windows, bless children. So it just, I find it kind of inspirational that no matter what little thing is wrong in the household, probably is tied to something bigger going on in your life. That's what I was going to suggest as well, that even if you're listening to that thinking, okay, my roof doesn't leak or right. I, my pans are clean. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think the takeaway is that they all are reflecting something much bigger that's happening um, in the picture. So even if you just think, oh, it's no, no big deal, you know, that you have to really push that door to get it closed or to get it open, that it's probably a symptom. Mm-hmm of a much bigger issue happening in our world. So even just addressing simple things like that, and maybe even if you don't know the direct correlation of what that means, 
you know, just saying that, okay, as I fix this, something in my life will become easier or will become clearer. And then on top of all that, we have the year of the rabbit is approaching. Uh, that really doesn't kick in officially here. Um, well, the cures, the cures that we're going to recommend, of course, should be in place by February 4th of 2023. And um, one of the big things that we often talk about with the Chinese New Year. And for those who practice this, this will be an important piece of information. If you don't, you might just have some fun with this idea, is that there's a location or a direction that's oftentimes associated with the Grand Duke. So now we're going really much more into the Chinese vein of feng shui. And the Grand Duke is arising in the East this year. So those of you who have a Piao, uh, that dog sitting on a stash of money, uh, oftentimes gold, sometimes silver, right? Uh, then you want the Piao to be looking or facing the east. Uh, again, there's a correlation there. We're not, I don't think we want to go too much deeper into it, do we? Mm -mm. Okay. So the idea is that, you know, the, there's a, over the next several weeks, basically three weeks or so, uh, for almost to enhance, enhance the east sector of your house or your yard. And that may be rake up the leaves. And I understand some climates are not going to support being out there doing yard work. But again, come into the east sector of the home and look to see all those simple things we already said of making some enhancements or improvements in that area. And generally cleaning is the obvious one. Yeah, removing clutter, putting a nice new plant there could be very simple as well. Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, so there's, there's the, for those who practice a little bit of flying star feng shui, that would be Grand Duke is in the East, face your Piao to be looking East um, uh, for, so to speak, luck or optimism in the new year. Um, and for those of you, of many of us, at least, we always like to look to see what the element is this coming year. It's the water rabbit. So again, uh, if those who like to buy a new purse uh, at the first of the year, uh, that this would be a year that the metallic colors are really good. All the neutrals uh, and blue or black. If you're thinking, well, what, what, what would be bad? What should I avoid? I generally recommend not we don't recommend carrying a red or a fiery orange type of purse again uh, the element is water so we're looking for colors that complement water and the fiery ones obviously don't right one other point about the piao is you had mentioned you want um it to be facing east mm -hmm. right to honor the grand duke but yeah. you also want it in a place in your house where it's looking across the home uh, mm -hmm. facing east. So, you know, I've gone into some homes and they have him in the corner facing the wall because he's mm -hmm. facing that direction, but we want him to kind of protect the home. So we want to put him on the far wall so he can look over the space and then to the east. Yeah, that's that's a that's a finer point interpretation. Absolutely. So, so that kind of covers it, you know, yeah. about uh, you know, that idea of we're giving head, what we're talking about it here. Yes, we realize it's just the 1st of January pretty much. Uh, but I'm sorry, not quite even not December 26th. But the idea is, is sometimes what needs to be done this year in the East, a part of your home or the yard. Hey, maybe I need some time to get on that one. It's true. 
And then I think the last point that we will discuss is just for the U.S., we thought, what is the overarching theme for 2023? Um, if you listen to our series on Saturn moving into Pisces, of course, you could be kind of ooh, not quite sure about what 2023 will bring, um, but we progressed the sun for the U.S. chart. This has already started here the last maybe two months, but this will be a big theme as we go out through next year. And it's a this this is a year. As Kate said, it's already started, but it's going to continue this idea of you know, kind of seeing stuff in a very blunt way. It's like actions, very decisive actions. Uh, we could look to what the Supreme Court's been doing. We could look to see what type of. Uh, Congress, what type of laws it's been passing, uh, where they're really coming up and they're talking about some very serious issues that do affect people's day-to-day lifestyle. Right. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, storylines where people have been exposed, could I say, where now we're finding out maybe what they really did. Uh, did they lie? Did they cheat? Uh, you know, did they mislead us? So this is a very strong energy about still seeing kind of bullies, bullying energy being attacked. Yeah. Well, the imagery that I like to put with this energy is like a bouncer Mm -hmm. at a club in Las Vegas. And it's Mm -hmm. like, who is allowed into the club? Mm -hmm. And there are strict um, guidelines usually. Okay. No cutoffs, no jeans, uh, you know, no sp- specific colors related to, to gang gang activity. There's a set standard. Are mm-hmm. you allowed in? Are you not allowed in? And the idea of a bouncer telling someone that they're not allowed in, you know, that can be pretty like, oh my gosh, I felt like, I, you know, I was, I was kicked out. I wasn't allowed. Mm-hmm. There can be a falling from grace. And so this is the energy that's being activated for next year where standards are being enforced in a blunt manner and they might be more decisive about who's in and who's out. Yeah, that sounds pretty somber. But again, the the idea here is there is a standard. There's a sniff test. There's a, uh, we can look at this favorably, like, okay, well, we have standards. We could look at election type of issues where people got voted in, some got voted out, some got you know, allowed in with people didn't think they would be. But the idea is everyone's kind of being assessed. So it can go for the betterment. And of course, it can go in for some people, they would say it in a detrimental way as well. Right. It's a big year that would be associated with shakeups, shakeups in government, shakeups with major corporations. Now, this is again, US based. We're not saying worldwide. So U.S. based. So certainly we're looking at our leaders this year and going, what's the shakeup? I mean, this is an energy that's classically associated with the passing of icons, the passing of people that have very much been running the show or very much have, uh, you know, have a huge legacy. So that's going to be something, to be honest, is going to be quite simple to see. Right is pretty wild because if you look at this past year you might think oh my gosh have we already been under this <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely okay well that wraps up our episode today this puts our final closure on 2022 so the next time that you will hear us it'll will officially be 2023 and yeah. uh, we will 
most likely have a two-part episode coming out um, that will talk about the 2023 forecast for all 12 of the signs. So just thank you so much for your support over the year. And we're clicking off on 2022. Happy, Happy New Year. Year. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.